Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protect Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When pressure begins to build called life, because life is going to bring you ups and downs and mountains and valleys. And I'm sure some of you in here, your backstory is full of ups and downs and good days and bad days. I bet some of you in here, your backstory is full of a lot more difficulties and some traumas and some things. It's hard for others to comprehend. And for some of you, it hasn't been the roughest or the most difficult, but yet still at times, you still find this void of you wanting to belong and where do you fit in? Life is about these ups and these downs, and it's about pressure and insecurities and just challenges. The challenge for you and me is what will we do with the pressure that we're in? Will we allow the pressure to bust the pipe, or will we step into uncomfortable, step into our story, and to realize the pressure, the challenge, the difficult situation, if I grab a hold of it and take control of what I can control, which is me and my reaction and how I respond, that pressure can become something valuable like a diamond. The only way you can turn the corner in your life is to own your smack. In other words, everything in your life is your fault. If you don't, you will underperform all your life because of these excuses. And before you know it, you would have justified being average. You would have justified being stuck I want you to look in the mirror, young kings and queens today. If you're growing up with nothing, and you're growing up with, without, I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say these words. I want you to say that I am royalty. I am more of my generational curses. You're going to have to be phenomenal in everything you do because everyone in the world is chasing greatness. And what do you do when a man is going 100 miles per hour and you haven't even started the engine yet? Gifts come from the bottom. I want to give our last name a legacy that will be remembered forever. See, this type of greatness I'm talking about, I'm talking about when I die, they can't even fit another body in the church. Because what I gave the world. Here's 
you can find something that you have an innate ability for, and we love doing things we have an innate ability for, right? We have an innate talent in our DNA for, and then go, now I'm ready to educate myself, learn, hustle, go after, see, create opportunities, bam, bam. It's gonna be in the prism of my, how I measure every situation where I am going forward. Hunt it down and do what you gotta do to get better at it. And then it's hopefully something that the world can demand, you're, well, that's a sweet spot. Now you're night, now you're, now you're paying your rent, man. Now we got food on the table. Now, now, now we're rolling. Now we're waking up with some purpose. Now we're waking up with, um, you know, yeah, it's gonna be a hard day today, but I don't, I can't. I'm not dreading Monday morning. You know, um, maybe we'll sleep in, but I got, I'm building something. I'm building something here. I'm in construction. You have the ability to do more than you can ever begin to imagine. It's like if you want to have everything you could possibly want and more, then be a good person. The better a person you are, the more likely that is to happen. There's no better strategy. Don't just do it for the money. You can make a lot of money. When you find something that you love, you will study it. Something that you love, it becomes a difference between being in speaking and speaking being in you that you will become not just confident, but you will become competent on that. Visualization is a gift to your heart and your soul. It's a gift. Because if the, the idea is the seed, visualization is the fertilizer. Life is not easy. It is not. Don't try to make it that way. Life's not fair. It never was. It isn't now and it won't ever be. Do not fall into the trap the entitlement trap of feeling like you're a victim. You are not. Get over it and get on with it. And yes, most things are more rewarding when you break a sweat to get them. Take everything away and then what is it that you see in the mirror? Do you see there is the loving heart? Mm. There is the strength or the willpower inside this body. There is the discipline inside this body. There is a loyal person standing. Mm. There is pride inside of this. And no, you're not famous, and no, it's not. You were what before you were ever an actor. Before, what are you? What were you? Before you were McConaughey. Before you were Texan. Before you were an American. Before you were an actor. Before you were a movie star. Before you were a celebrity. But well, well, come on, get it all off. And, I, and it was a purge. You're the only son of a can't get rid of. So, we're gonna duke it out for the rest of our life here? Or are we gonna figure out how to get along? The one thing that you must understand is that you don't get any do-overs. Once your day ends, that's it. So what action do you need to commit to taking today. How long are we going to talk about it? How long are we going to dream about it? How long are we going to fantasize about it? How long? You tell me. It takes grit. It takes sacrifice. It takes time and energy. It takes extreme focus. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. I want to be that voice to you to stop dreaming and start chasing, start pursuing, but most importantly, you got to become.
everything I ever dreamed of lives in the sky and I must jump every single day to go reclaim what's mine. So I'm challenging you to take action with the resources that you have right now. You see, many of us believe that just because our father was a drug dealer and our uncle was a drug dealer, that that is our life and that is our forever. But I want you to know something. That is only a lesson to show us to be something more than what they thought we could be. You see, when a family tree is dying, all you have to do is take care of the roots. And if the roots is too dead to bring the tree back alive, you plant another one. Too often you have a dream of creating this or getting involved with there, but at the end of the day, sometimes this fear of will I fail, will I be accepted, will I make it, will I achieve it, the challenge is, is learning to punch that fear, that threshold right in its mouth. And I'm not promoting violence, but I'm talking about the fear of that voice in the back of your head that makes you think that you can't. And you know what, maybe you'll make a mistake, but you're failing forward. The thing that we have to continue to passionately, uncompromisably not give in on is the fact that I'm not staying stagnant. I'm moving forward because what I feed will grow and what I starve will die. We got a lot of lions out there in those neighborhoods, drug dealers, killers, whatever you want to call yourself. And I want you to know, King, you special. You misguided, but you special. I know you grew up without a father and your mother left you and nobody ever loved you and nobody ever told you you can be anything and you believed it. You are phenomenal, you are a king, you come from royal blood, you stand on the tip top of pyramids, you are royalty king, you are light, you are a star. The question is, do you believe you are? And so for me, what I caught from my dad when I was a kid, it was his coping mechanisms, you know, like I always say, it was the fake face, it was the fake smile. It was acting like everything's good on the surface, but when I was alone and I was looking in the mirror, man, I was struggling, but I was silent. I was screaming, but I was quiet. And that thought pattern, pressure began to bust and break pipes in my life. See, pressure, like I always say, it can create diamonds, or it can bust a pipe. I don't care what your salary is, I don't care what your title is, dominate where you are right now so you can get in position to get promoted. Stop justifying, stop making excuses and dominate where you are right now. You gotta set goals that create pressure. Stop wasting your time making excuses and blaming other people. You need to set goals and pursue them, but you gotta set goals that create pressure and get some support until you get there. And the worst thing you can do is let yourself off the hook. And that's what excuses do. You let yourself off the hook when you set a goal, when you have a dream, you have a vision. Don't you ever let yourself off the hook. This means you gotta work. This means you have to run when they sleep.
You gotta grind when they won't. You gotta grind when you do not feel like it. And it's in all areas in life. School, sports, your religion, consistency. It's the tunnel to greatness. Consistency will turn an ordinary man into something he never thought he could be. You know, my dad would say, go get it, son, go get it. Be sweet, baby, be sweet. Go get it. Go get it, be sweet, baby. Go get it. Go get it, be sweet, be sweet, baby. Go get it, go get it, be sweet. Be sweet, baby. Every time I left the house, my mom would say, be sweet, baby. Be sweet. My dad would say, go get it, son, go get it. Go get it, son. Go get it. Be sweet. 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 My family has two core values. Go get it, son. Be sweet, baby. Let the world know your name, king and queen. You believe, we, you know, we know from the science and we know from experience that if I exercise, it's a process and it's good for me, even though I can't measure it in the short term. And if I eat well, and I keep doing that, I know it'll keep me healthy for the long term. I eat more leafy greens and less sugar. I know I just have to stick to this process that 100%, 100% of the time, it works. How long does it take to get into shape when you start exercising? Nobody knows. Right. Neither does any doctor. Sometimes a little less time for some people and sometimes a little more time for others. Like, we don't know. We just know 100% that it works. And so, I had to get used to the idea professionally that I'm going to do things that I know work, but I won't be able to measure them. And I just have to be okay with the fact that it works, like exercise, like eating right. And so that's where, you know, learning an infant mindset and letting go of annual goals. So people are like, you know, what's your annual goal? I don't have any because I can't predict what I'm going to achieve based on arbitrary timelines. And, and it's real important in the visualization, you can't see it over there. You have to see it right here. Feel it. You gotta feel it right here, like I am. It's all I am. I am. I am in my dream home. I am in my dream relationship. And then unpack what that looks like. But most importantly, unpack what it feels like. And when you have that, that emotion in this moment, all of a sudden you stir up something that I don't think will ever go back to sleep. It'll go, okay, let's go get that develop your mind. You don't get in life what you want. You get in life what you are. You have greatness in you. That you have the ability to do more than you could ever begin to imagine. You have greatness in you. There's a presence in each and every one of us that waits and listens to the voice of the genuine in yourself. It will be perhaps the only God you will ever have or hear. And if you cannot hear it, all of your life will be spent on the ends of strings somebody else pulls. When you recognize your greatness, no one will ever pull your strings. You are different. You were created on purpose, with a purpose, to manifest that purpose through you. But you will never exercise authority and dominion over your life until you exercise authority and dominion over what you are not. Abundance is just about overflow. It's about overflow. That means that if there were a saucer under this cup, abundance would be everything on this tea 
flows over into the saucer and I can feed you from my saucer because I have filled my filled my cup up enough. I use my cup for me and I feed you from my saucer. Mm. And abundance is saying I have a saucer in my relationships filled with great experiences. There's a saucer in my health and wellness. I have so much bountiful health and vitality that I can show up for you. There's a saucer with my spirituality that I can pray for you. I can forgive the perceivingly unforgivable and love the perceivingly unlovable. And then there's a saucer for my finances. Mm-hmm. And that in every area, because abundance is a 360 experience. See, wealth is singularly focused. Wealth is about your money and your possessions. That's wealth. Okay. But abundance is 360. I have a lot of very, very wealthy friends. They're wealthy. They're not abundant. Your ability to put something into your own mind where nobody else has impact on it. And only you know that day in, day out, you just still walk this path and feel for yourself mm. how it's getting real. Because it's unbroken. <clears throat> because there's nobody who can interfere. Make that dash <laughs> dance. Make it rock this planet. Make it unapologetic. Take no prisoners. Play full out. If you're going to run, run fast, run hard, even at the risk of hitting the wall. Make your dash there. Greatness is about being willing to be used to your highest level of possibility, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's unpopular, even when you're alone, even when it's inconveniencing, you're still willing to lead. You can either have success or revenge, but you can't have both. Success is letting it go. When you're talking about a world of competition, it created this excuse for your age. And I vowed that I was going to get every person who ever doubted me, who ever insulted me, who ever made me feel slightly uncomfortable, I was going to get you back. And I was going to show you. But I was that focused. I was like, man, I'm here. I'm here. I can show them. I can be. I can be beyond. A lot of your thoughts are not yours. You know, it's, it's like an auxiliary cord. And people plug in to your stuff. You, know, you pick up things and you're like, why do I not thinking that? And your thoughts determine your feelings. And your emotions determine your actions. And so if someone can get into your thoughts, they can change the way you feel. And in a com- very competitive world, people tell you, you broke it. But what I learned is that you're not broken. You're just not finished. Because nothing's broken. It just things don't fit. And you pull it off and you put it back together the right way. And you can rebuild yourself. But the problem is, it's not anybody else's job to assemble you. Got to assemble yourself. And when we talk about rage, 
What we're talking about is an attempt to control things you can't control. You can't love someone and control them at the same time. And I, I had no control. And growing up with an alcoholic father, one of my earliest memories is him knocking my mother out. And I was like, got it, man. You run the world right now until I do. I was, I was obsessed with muscle, even as a little kid. A lot of my, my desire to be strong was because I knew one day I may have to kill my father. He was unending, never bending, just constant intimidation. And I had a desire to get strong. I knew I had to protect. One day would I have to protect my mom, protect my family. I started living my life like I was in a revenge movie. I was exhausted. It would be the end of me. I would do this stuff where I would go work out and then I would work out until I couldn't move. And then I would rest up and then I would go and I would flex my muscles until they cramped. It was, it was sadistic. Of it was course. masochistic. Yeah. But I said, no one, I will never stop doing sit-ups. I will never stop. I would, you know, again, sit-ups and push-ups until my stomach, until I was curled over in tears. Oh, my gosh. And then I couldn't do more. Because I said, no one's going to beat me. I realized that the image of Terry Crews was more important than who Terry Crews was. Because you have to know who you are. Absolutely. You have to re share who you are. But the game is not to share who you right. are. The big thing, I mean, growing up, I cared what everyone thought. Especially when you're in that world like that, everyone's opinion mattered way too much. And how do you learn to not care or ruminate on the opinions of others now? When you've been so conditioned to people please right. for years, how, it, how did you? It takes time. Yeah. It's not overnight. And I would never encourage anybody to just go test it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's something that takes Little years and years. The big thing about being tough is people thought, you know, you'd be able to throw punches, but it's really about endurance. Mm -hmm. Being able to be alone. Being able to stand alone. But change is inevitable. I'll never forget um, coming out of therapy and this guy was like, they were like, Terry, you have to learn how to tell people no because I was a pleaser. I remember being in counseling and the, the counselor asked me, she said, what if a director told you to do something you didn't want to do? I said, well, I have to do it. And she said, no, you don't. I said, yes, I do. She said, no, you don't, Terry. I said, well, I'm an actor. She said, yeah, but you don't have to do what the director, everything the director tells you to do. I said, yes, I do, because I'm an actor. She's like, no, no, you don't. And she said, Terry, you don't have to do what you don't want to do. I didn't know. Especially since I was such a pleaser, it was one of the things, well, yeah, yeah. And I'll never forget, this guy came up to me, he said, hey, man, can I get an autograph? And I was going to do it. I was going to practice. I said, 
And I looked at him, I said, no. He said, come on, man, come on, man. I said, no, no, no. And I was, I went crazy. And the guy was like, dude, relax, man. And I was like shaking. It was the first time I was exercising this, no, my no, no. And I was shaking, I got back in the car and I said, you guys, I was going, I thought I was going crazy. I thought I was going crazy. But what I was doing was dissecting and piecing and understanding who I was and what made me tick. Why do I feel angry if someone says that? Or why am I, why am I insulted? Why? Is it me or is it them? And see, and once I started asking these questions, I could let it go. You gotta start exercising it. Just ask yourself why you're so offended. How did I get here? <laughs> The thoughts turned into emotions that turned into actions that turned into mania. You have to do what's within your power to make things right. Remember, you, you were out of control before. Anything can make you go off. This is responsibility. Mm -hmm. You have an ability to respond differently. You have that now. I don't want men to feel like they're alone. I don't want men to feel like it's just them and they don't know any way out and the whole thing. I have to be vulnerable. I have to share this part so that you know how far I came. But what I learned is that you're not broken. You're just not finished. Will not stop me. I will keep going. With the fifth pick in the 2003 NBA draft, the Miami Heat select Dwayne Wade from Marquette University. And I think he's right at that next level. There's really not a lot he can't do. Do you want to be great? I think he can be a multiple all star. If you want to be great, this is what you do. A three time NBA champion, a 13 time all star. Here's Dwayne Wade. You're gonna be great. And if you are great, even if you're good, you gotta work hard at it. He gets deflection, steals, he can block shots. All my brothers and I did was eat, sleep, talk, think, and dream basketball. It was my obsession. Michael Jordan didn't understand the impact he made on me just by being himself or just by you know speaking out on you know on certain things or facing the media out the bad game or whatever it was. I looked at it all. But I just wanted to be like that guy. Nothing is accomplished without hard work. The, the saying is, stay ready, so you don't have to get ready. Yeah. I need you to show up every day. I'm on the stage because my beliefs have always been stronger than anyone's doubt. They questioned his shooting. There was a real question mark whether he handled the ball well enough. It's never about your setbacks. It's how you respond. The blows you take are few. The limitations people put on you are actually inspiration. I'm curious, what is your most proud moment? Getting drafted, because that was the moment that showed me I can do anything. Dwayne Wade from 
I worked hard just to get drafted. Because once I got drafted, then it really started. It's a place where I feel I belong. That moment for me will forever go down in history is I can do anything. Wow, okay, I did all I can now. Just wait and see what happens. The goal is, every day, is to put one foot in front of the next. No matter how hard yesterday was, it's every day, get out of bed, mm. it's something that you believe in and you want, then go at it every day. And to me, that's consistency. It's putting enough consistent days together. You mess around and you have a good life. I guess the moments for me, which is probably the most special moments, is the Olympic moments. I remember getting into uh, one of the cities and like you know, very late and we couldn't really sleep. You know, all kind of time zones, whatever. So, you know, my crew, you know, with Brian and with Melo and CP and, you know, the crew, yeah. we all together. And so we decide, we like, yo, tomorrow, man, first person up, wake me up. We're going to go to breakfast. We're going to go eat, like, you know, whatever. Like the food should open up at this hour. We were hungry. But we like, yo, let's go to sleep. And then let's get up so we can eat. As we get down there, Kobe's sitting at the table. Already he's sitting at the table. So we walk up, what's up, Cole? In Kobe Bryant fashion. He look at us and we like, yo, what's good? He's like, I just got just got my second workout in. <laughs> he already finished. <laughs> he just finished his workout. I think he did a basketball workout on the court, and I think he did a weight room workout. Be before you guys got the breakfast early Listen, morning we were only sleep for about three hours oh my goodness so i'm like in my mind i'm like okay i had always heard about the work ethics of kobe bryant but i never seen him i'm like man how i work hard too yeah he set himself apart in so many different ways the mental you know edge that he had on on people um he understood that i'm playing on a team with all these great young players who are trying to come and take my take the spot and I'm not only gonna do what they do, just as good or better, I'm gonna do more than them, a lot more than them, just to separate myself. It was a different level. And that level made us go to a different level. In that moment of the Olympics, when I know we're tired, these flights are alone. Yeah. We're, you know, we're playing, we're traveling, we're practicing and that, he's older than us. And to see that. That's, that's another level. That's another level. Did you ever doubt yourself? Did you ever have insecurities? And if so, <laughs> if so, how did you learn to manage or overcome self-doubt so it didn't cripple you? Oh my, self-doubt creeps in all the time. Yeah. I don't, I don't know because I don't get to talk to every great human being in the world, yeah. but I'm sure all of them yeah. has have and do have self-doubt at times. How often was it, was it for you? Was it Self-doubt can be in moments. It can, you can come into a game with all the confidence and then you miss seven shots in a row, now you got self-doubt. You know, sometimes you look around the arena, you see a kid in your jersey, you know, you're like, all right, it's bigger than me. You can be down on yourself and have self-doubt very easily, not thinking you're great enough, lacking confidence in your shot, you know, and whatever it was, I definitely had a lot of self-doubt, but I was always able to pull from things or pull from people and allow them to bring me back. You never do it by yourself. Who was the most influential 
adult figure in your life growing up? Michael Jordan. Really? I watch how he did interviews. Yeah. You watch how you walk. You, you watch it all because you, I didn't see anybody that was in my life that I was like, oh, I want to be like that person. So I had to go find someone. Once again, I had to think out, I had to go into this vision. I had to, I had to think outside of you know, the box in a sense. And outside the box is outside of my community and my family. And I found Michael Jordan. I grew up in Chicago. I was able to tune in and watch the game. I got, we got the interviews. I, I was at, like after the game, me and my brothers were sitting watching TV waiting for Jordan to interview. He just became that, that, that much of a figure in our lives. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. What was it like when you first met him? Surreal. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the best piece of advice that he told you? It was something so simple. He just told me, go get it. And it's crazy, right? It's like, go get it. Yeah. But for me, it's all was in my mind while I was playing the game. Go get it. Wow. And I went and got it. He said, um, hey man, I don't want to see these shoes on the floor. I want to see these shoes in the air. In my mind, I was, all these things, I was like, yo, you got to see these shoes in the air. And so I'm coming down the court and I see Andy and he backing up. And I'm like, I'm going for it. And as you, if, you, if you see the highlight, I dunk it, right? Boom. And I'm about to go to the bench with my team and like go that way and talk to me. But I was like, nope, Jordan's over here. No way. Stepped over Andy and went that way. And I'm like, that's how you do it. But I'm, I'm really over there like, Jordan, I wanted Jordan to see me, right? Wanted to be proud of him. Just the power of um, an influence, it goes a long way. And that's why I tell those stories because yeah. Michael didn't know that the, all these moments, he didn't know the influence that he was having on the little kid. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up in, in the city of, of Robbins, Illinois, in Chicago. I wanted different. I didn't want what I seen. I just knew what I would see. I'm like, I don't want this. To be great, you gotta be consistent. But just take consistent, stay true to you, stay consistent to the work. Yeah, go do something special. Don't just be here. That's the thing I strive for. What it takes to actually win is built on discipline is built on respect is mm -hmm. built on toughness not giving up not quitting i could have given up but we're in the hall of fame dog so money doesn't bring you happiness it's never made me happy i don't measure happy what do you measure uh, I measure accomplishments, I measure targets, I measure, you know, who, who I'm helping, things that I can actually physically measure. You know, the reality is most of us don't dream big. Mm. You got the mindset, are you looking? Are you paying attention? You can do it, bro. You, you got to give something up. It's not you have to add something, you always have to give something up. Really? I have. I've never been able to go from here to there and not give up something. They got me here. If you're gonna go from zero to a millionaire, when you get to a millionaire, you, if you wanna to go to the next level, you wanna to go to 10 million, you will have to give up the millionaire life. That's why I said I gotta hold myself accountable to the goal. If I'm gonna have to keep reselling myself on this goal. If people wanna create wealth for themselves, it's not just money, it's people. It's not how much money I have. I mean, we all know about the, the wealthy person that, that has no friends. He's on a yacht by himself. And that's not wealth, right? It's just a bunch of money and material collections. 
To me, there's no way to create real wealth by just going inside. You gotta go, I, I gotta add people. How do you get people to know who you are? I say almost yes to almost everything. Why do you say yes to everything? Because, because it connects me to another person. I need people to get to know who I am. I'm going to become somebody. I want to contribute more. I don't think about, I want to be more happy. I'm not thinking about joy. I'm not thinking about contentment. I'm not thinking about, I'm thinking about action. I want the action. I want the grind. I want the possibility. I want legacy. I'm trying to figure out how to extend a hundred years. How could Grant Cardone still be relevant in 21, 23? Do I want more happiness? Dude, I want more time is what I want. And I want more health. Would time and health bring you more happiness? As long as I have people around me that I want to be around. I don't like being around people that don't do stuff. I don't like people that talk about doing something and don't. I don't like being around people that can't pay bills and can't throw in and can't contribute because I know they can. Most of the people watching right now, everything you have budgeted for in your life, you can pay for. It's the things you didn't budget for, the big dream. But everything else, you got covered. Everything people pay attention to. House note, car note, electric bill, water bill, basics. Everything gets covered. What if you just added a whole bunch of other stuff to the list? What if we were all brought up to say, hey, we're going to cover all this stuff? people will be even more productive. What would you say are the top three ways, the best ways to multiply money then? Get rid of it. You gotta get rid of it. First, you gotta make it. I mean, I gotta collect it. I gotta collect some. Then I gotta figure out, okay, this pays for this basic living. Everything above that, don't spend any more money. Like, the rest of it, if this is four grand and I make seven, the entire three has gotta go into investments every month every single month at some point you got to quit being a saver and got to start being an investor this is what we should have been taught in school man this is what we should have been taught as kids like how do i do money you do it with time okay you don't do it with a job you're not going to get you're not going to get eight hundred twenty-three thousand dollars a year at a job there's no job that's going to hire you and pay you 823 without you having to go back to college and spend time and invest money just doesn't work like that What do you think people in the middle class are doing that they should shift in their mindset in order to start getting out of that? Well, you don't borrow money to go to college. Why would you trade five or six or seven years of the income? Time is money. So I wouldn't go to college. I would never buy a home. I would never put debt on a home. If I bought a home, I wouldn't put debt on it. And these are nevers for me on the come up. On the come up, yeah. On the come up. Once this, you have the cash. Dude, once you're, 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 if you're wealthy and you want to go buy homes and, you know, buy yachts and stuff, go do whatever you want to do. But, but on the come up, uh, you would never spend your income. You would never spend primary income on improving the quality of your life. You would only invest. And that's what I'm trying to teach my kids. Like Sabrina's, I let her pay all the bills. I've been doing this since she was probably six. You pay the bill. We don't give them an allowance. I don't really? think any kid should be given an allowance. Interesting. Why not? Yeah. If they want money, they become an employee of the company. 
They work for the company. We give them a series of things to do. We pay them once a year. Okay, we give them a big check at the beginning of the year. That money goes into Cardone Capital. Wow. And they live off the distributions. Come on. Sometimes they'll get a bonus for doing extra stuff. But they don't get the money. They never get the money. It's invested and they get that the money is invested. They get the distributions. They will create wealth over the next 10 years, but it'll be their own wealth. It's not something I gave. Them. Well, if you could only teach your kids three lessons about money. Yeah. What would those lessons be? People, number one, meet meet people. Every, no one's a stranger. It's a, it, the money's a people game. Two, once you get it, don't lose it. And number three, um, invest in things where you can never lose your capital. Now, the person watching this, she's a waitress and she's got two kids at home. She's like, I'm never going to make 800. It's because you already gave up on the idea. Like, you never, you never, you never said that's the target. And you keep thinking you got to wait tables. And you, you quit already. How many, how many people are in debt in America? 40% of people that make a million dollars a year still are living paycheck to paycheck. 60%? 40%. But that, that's not because of inflation. That's because they spent money they shouldn't have spent. They thought they were entitled to because they're millionaires. They live above their means. They live above their investments, not their means. How can we shift the relationship to money that we have so we can have a better experience emotionally and spiritually about money. Anything you're hiding, you're going to have problems with. The secret keeps you sick. First thing I look at every day is my money. I have a great relationship with my money. I'm not just going to think about it. I'm going to be somebody today. I'm going to grow into who I should be. What I've done already is impossible from where you came from and all and these from things. From where I yeah. came from, I should be dead. I should have been dead at 25 years old or in jail, messed up forever. You know, instead I became this guy and I, and I mean, I'm grateful and I had, I don't know that I had any breaks. I know when people say, oh, you had luck, I'm like- You grinded. Right. I've been grinding. And I'm proud of the grind. But I wanted to turn into something more than money. I'm going to feel good about a lot of places I go to and a lot of people I meet. Because I made more contributions than I didn't. I gave more than I took. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor here, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to Motiversity's Motivation Daily Podcast, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to go download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. That's the Mindset Daily Motivation app for your phone on the Apple Store or Google Play Store. That app was co-founded by the founder of Motiversity, and on it, you'll find my speeches, Motiversity speeches, and thousands more speeches and self-improvement talks from the greatest speakers in the world. Just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the app or Google Play Store to download today and listen to your favorite motivational speeches while getting ready for your day.